time to settle in for another episode of Deep in the Horror of Texas with your hosts, Aaron, Jeff, and Nathan. You gotta be fucking kidding me. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, get ready to have your ears listen to some of the best horror in the universe. I am Aaron. I am Jeff. I am St. Nick's Dark Anti-Shadow. This is Nathan. And here we go. And enter the Krampus. Da, 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 da. So, uh, director Michael Daughtry, after making a film called Trick or Treat in, I think, 2007, has finally returned eight years later with his uh, other seasonal opus, that is Krampus, which is about the Alpine folklore. The German flo- folklore. Okay. Uh, yeah, so it's uh, based on this uh, Santa's shadow that instead of gives, he chooses to take. As as the as the great people of Alamo Drafthouse have explained through very various short animations, uh, Krampus is pretty much if you're bad, Krampus comes and takes you away. He will eat you. He'll put you in a bag and he will eat you. He'll whip you. He'll beat you up. He'll bag you, paper or plastic, and then eat you. <laughs> so with sriracha sauce. It's an old German folklore. It's yeah. uh, quite quite old. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. It's uh. I want to say it's several centuries old. I'm not entirely yeah. sure on that. I don't have the info in front of me, but right. this was, is not the first time I've heard of it. All right. I remember watching the Krampus like, festival videos and mm-hmm. stuff before yeah. this. Yeah. Um, was there any kind of – did you hear about Krampus before the the festivals and parades and shit like that? Oh, I've never I've, – I've heard about it like – I have a buddy that's European. Uh, his name's Tega. Uh, he actually told me about the Krampus – bullshit like in 2003 nice 2004 okay he's telling me about you know different cultures and whatnot and i was like what the fuck is krampus and he's like oh it's this for naughty kids it's the uh, bad santa i was like bad santa like uh what's that dude's the the movie oh like uh, (laughs) Like, with uh bad santa billy bob Bob thornton yeah i was like is it he's billy bob thornton he's like no he's like the evil spirit of christmas i was like yeah what the fuck and then I didn't hear about it for a long time. And then Kevin Smith on, a, uh, not on uh, Hollywood Babylon, but on one of his Smodcasts. Smodcast. So he, he said something about maybe wanting to do a movie. And then like a well, year he, and a half later, this got greenlit. Well, he's so. going to, I don't know, because Kevin Smith is going <clears> to <throat> do a short on Krampus for yeah. like another anthology horror movies type stuff. He's going to do a short. Cool. But uh, Krampus, the actual Krampus character has been really been popular the last several years here in the States. Before that, he was just, you know, outside the U.S. No, no, not many people knew about him. But he's really blown up the last, I want to say, three or four years. See, the first time I really came into uh, the understanding of like what Krampus was was kind of like seeing the Facebook uh, like festivals and parades and shit they do over there in like, uh, Norway yeah. or Germany or whatever. Uh, but I came across this 2010 Swedish film called Rare Exports. It's a Christmas tale film. This film is fucking amazing. It's pretty much Gremlins meets like ultimate Krampus shit. Yes. Because in this film, Krampus is like the size of a fucking mountain and Santa Claus is actually represented as as representations of Santa Claus are actually like evil 
dark minions, like senile old man that just wander around That's countryside. Cool. <laughs> so this film was just spot on. Joe Dante, old school Joe Dante kind of Swedish film. It was really fucking neat, uh, but that's why I kind of got first introduced to Krampus because they they do a cool, quick animation of the story of Krampus, and uh, I was very interested hearing Michael Daughtry mm-hmm. uh, being attached okay. to this project. Uh, well, especially because, coming off of uh, Trick or Treat, yeah, because that was I mean, it, was, it Trick or Treat feels so long ago. Being, Slutty Anna, oh, I love me some Slutty Anna Paquin. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. For this being a 2007 film, it Ooh, still feels it still feels timeless because you can watch it every Halloween and still get a good kick out of it. But for the most part, you know, I mean, god dang, I mean, really, eight fucking years, and it took you eight years to do a, a, a follow up to Trick or Treat. I did not see. Uh, I know. Uh, I believe it was Aaron telling me that Sam makes an appearance in it. I didn't. See that's Sam. what that was. What was reported? Yeah, like, I looked what, was that Sam playing. was? Dude, I, I, I didn't said, see it. I said after credits, and I did. Yeah, see so did we. Shit. We so did we. We he, like it was reported that he makes a cameo in the movie to connect the universes because Michael said, "Yeah, the two universes are the same universe." And you'll see, Sam, and maybe his face was one of the snowmen. Anyway, we can get into that. Yeah. Uh, uh, why don't we get into what this? Jim is about. I was super stoked until I heard it was PG thirteen. Yeah, Everybody that, knows how yeah, I feel about PG thirteen. I took the win out of myself. Yeah, but because well, leading up to the movie, it would the commercial would say this film has not yet been rated. Yeah, yeah, it totally. would say that all. The it time. had two fucks in it. Did anyone else catch that? There oh, was yeah. two fucking F-words and a couple of shits. Yeah, yeah, and a couple I mean, of shits. I was like, when I heard fuck the first time, I was like, all right, well, they got that one out of the way, and then he said said it later, and I was like, this PG thirteen. Yep. <laughs> so <laughs> they can get away with a lot more these days, I guess. So first, we're introduced to Thomas Sarah. Uh, uh, Thomas, played by Adam Scott, who does a really great, hilarious, hilarious brother in uh, Step Brothers, yeah, well, yeah, opposite Will Ferrell. Uh, yeah. Tony Collette, who comes out a lot of great stuff and project stuff. I remember mostly from uh, God damn, the movie just left my fucking mind. The Sixth Sense. She was the mom in Sixth Sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, Howard, who's played by David uh, Kutchner. Oh, uh, he was so He's good in the movie. Waiting. Hey, you may know him from Anchorman. Anchorman. Whammy. <laughs> he was in. He was in the movie Waiting too. The manager. Oh yeah, dude. He was awesome. In waiting. You yeah. want that promotion? <laughs> oh, you just flushing out. You're fired. He, he is, came in here. You're fired. He's a funny presence in this movie. Uh, Allison Tolman comes out in uh, Fargo and the film The Gift that re- uh, came out this year too. Mm. Uh, you have Aunt Dorothy's character. She's hilarious. Cochata Farrell. Oh, she, if you remember Farrell? her from uh, uh, Two and a Half Men. Oh yeah, the she nanny. Was fucking hilarious, dude. Yeah, she's uh, great. I always remember her as being the next door neighbor in Edward Scissorhands. Eddie, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that is her. I'm okay, the cops. that is her. <laughs> and our main protagonist is Max, played by MJ Anthony. Uh, the kid did a great job. Really he good. Did. Uh, he came out as a kid opposite John Favreau in a film called The Chef, uh, which was actually really good. Uh, if you haven't seen it, uh, I recommend it. Uh, his sister's played uh, his sister Beth, played by Stefania Lavi Owen, who came out in Lovely Bones. She was actually really good too, even though shortly seen, which we'll get. She, into. she wasn't in there too much. Uh, to the to end of the this cast, uh, it's a uh, actress uh, who plays Omi. Who is the grandmother? She's great. Uh, played yeah. by Krista Sat- uh, Stadler. Uh, man, she did great. She was just awesome seeing her uh, work in this film. The um, only thing that I found weird is that Adam Scott and Tony Collette are married. Like he clearly looks like he's maybe thirty-eight. She does not look good. In this. She looks over fifty in this movie. She <laughs> she, she does. She yeah. looks aged. I mean, yeah. 
That's and what happens when you party all the time. Yeah, Hollywood's <laughs> been rough on her. Party soul. all the time. Party all the and time. And they're like on the borderline of like being divorced and stuff. I don't know. But what I love is the introduction. You're introduced to this film as a this solid chaotic Black Friday. I fucking love that. All, all in slow mo, dude. I love uh, that intro. Everybody's fist fighting and ripping the toys that, apart. That brought shit. back so many bad memories for me. Oh, man. Like, immediately I was smiling. The, the taser battle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, there's this guy on the ground just convulsing. The people, the people filming the, the beatdowns with their cell phones. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, just a little kid randomly sitting by a Christmas tree just crying his ass. Oh. Yeah. That's exact. Uh, and then when everybody gets up the registers or rub their yeah. forehead and stressing about the money. <laughs> Over the the money. They're, they're like drinking coffee, trying to stay it's, awake, and, 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 all and that. I don't want to be correct, incorrect here, but it was like a, a white Christmas was playing over the whole beach. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. it's just perfect. And then when you're introduced to Max and Adam Scott and uh, Adam and, and Adam Scott's character, they're kind of him and his wife are watching uh, his a son do play, a, play, a school presentation, play. and Max is just wailing <laughs> the shit out of one of the mangers. <laughs> well, he he was Rudolph, and he was and he was beating up a shepherd. Yeah, it was awesome, dude. That was a perfect introduction, and. Ben, and Beth is just there smiling and videoing it on her fucking camera. <laughs> it was so damn funny, man. Like, immediately, I'm I'm getting into this movie. Like, with them opening with Black Friday. I will not shop Black Friday. Oh, I don't no. give a fuck I, what I, deal you got. I worked Walmart for eight years. Are but, you serious? Yeah, for eight years. Oh, my God. But, but three of those years, I did I did the I was trucking loader. And for Black Friday, we had to set up, which means that we'd go in at 5 p.m. Uh, Thanksgiving night. Work overnight, get everything set up, and not leave until eight a.m. the next morning. Wow, we were there for Black Friday. So when they opened the gates, that's what it looked like, and I witnessed that three separate occasions. Wow, I saw a kid get their teeth knocked out from getting pushed into a shelf. I saw fist fights. I saw purse snatches. Uh, I saw all of that, and that's what it looks like. And then fast forward to a few years later, when I took a second job, I was security at Target, and I had work for Black Friday morning. And He's the, the guy gar- with the taser. <laughs> I, w- I wish I had a taser. All I had were handcuffs. And uh, and uh, yeah, people come rushing in. You had to stand by the door and make sure that they weren't that they're not walking off of stuff they didn't pay for. Mm-hmm. And they're pushing and they're fighting. And I I pretty much walked off the job like shortly after. I'm like I'm done. I love right when the door opens in this movie that the. Uh, Aaron's role as the attendant. He just gets body checked to the floor and trampled. No, I'm, I'm the guy on the ladder on the top. <laughs> I'm the guy on the ladder, like, get me. I'm trying to climb away, not fall off. Dude, for our American listeners, please watch some European Black Friday videos. Yeah. Uh, so no, no. vastly different. Okay, you th- fucking to be specific, bastards. Black Friday, not the Friday with Ice Cube in it. <laughs> Actual Black Friday videos on YouTube. Yeah, <laughs> they have people beating the hell at each other at Walmart. Yeah, it's funny because like in Europe, they're like standing in line, all quaint and quiet, and very okay. Well, this is my place, and you know, here we go. They're handing them out cookies and shit. Yeah, and it's like you go to American videos, and they're just like fucking terrorists. It's, like, it's, just, it's like each video you see has like the little World Star hip hop logo embedded <laughs> on the bottom of it. You have people yell, "World Star, give me that toast, a bitch!" It's insane, man. It is insane. Give me that I will never be part of Black Friday. No, nope. I, I will fucking spend the extra twenty fucking dollars to shop from the comfort <laughs> of my living room. Yep, Fuck I it. totally agree with you on that. Yeah. Hey. So after that awesome <laughs> introduction, it's a great uh, introduction. <laughs> uh, we they drive home. Um, 
And uh, I guess, you know, you see Grandma just making a shit ton of desserts. Yeah. I mean, yeah. she had gingerbread in the oven. Cookies. I mean, cookies. Fudge. Cakes. cakes. Oh, like, gosh. right away, you're into the perspective that Christmas. everybody's miserable Christmas. Yeah. But this Grandma, who's like, I think in her 80s, yeah. is trying, you know, keeping the spirit alive, doing yeah. the... Gingerbread men cookies. She, she's these... she's doing the best part, the desserts, yeah. the Christmas desserts. It's awesome, and what's man. funny is the uh, the dad character Tom. He actually like there. She's watching like uh, Christmas Carol in black and yeah. white on the TV, yeah. and he quickly changes it to the news, and it's just more depression. It's all about man. Black Friday yeah. muggings and robberies, <laughs> and it's just like Jesus it's Christ. Not what you do, dude? It's you got to keep you... a different. <laughs> I'm in the spirit this World year. Star. I'm giving everybody something. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the, it's it's this family. You know they 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 get home. Their the grandma's. It's the current cookies. modern family. Yeah, and nobody wants to be together anymore. What's funny is the first like thirty forty minutes of this movie. I feel like it's almost like a lampoon's Christmas vacation. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's funny. They got their relatives that they can't stand coming over, and his forty fucking kids <laughs> and. Shitter's full. Yeah, Merry <laughs> Christmas. Oh, uh, so the grandma tells the son, and she's speaking like, you know. German. German. She's speaking German. And then uh, she tells him, you know, make sure you. Uh, he's kind of losing hope. He's kind of like not feeling the feeling that he wanted to be feeling this Christmas. He's kind of depressed and down. And she says, make sure you go and uh, write your letter to Santa. So well, he, because he's he's on the age, he's on the cusp of where you stop believing. Yeah. He's but on he the, keeps doing it for the kids. He, like he keeps he doing it for the kids, but, he's, but you can tell that he's. On the verge of... He needs that miracle. Yeah, he needs yeah. Santa to be real, to kind of yeah. save his almost broken family. Pretty he's much. like, you know, he's disconnected from his older sister. His mom and dad have never been happy in, like, what, fucking ever, almost. Yeah. Plays uh, the way they play it. But uh, he goes upstairs and writes this letter. And then as he's coming down, I guess you hear the... You hear, you hear the, the bass drop. You hear oh, the bass. God, the Hummer shows up. Boom, 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 boom. And the whole house is shaking. It's, like, it's like a rap video. Yeah, Tom, Tom's like the husband's taking another sip of scotch before they get there. <laughs> the, the, the mom's like rolling her fucking eyes, just dreading this And situation. she's drinking wine. Yeah. I love how it shows the undertones of what Christmas is for adults. Yeah. Like, fuck, I got to get all this ready. I've got to set up all these decorations. They're, they're, like, they're I, putting pictures of the family up on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> and, the, <laughs> and the Santa's all staring at the daughter's ass. Yes. And I fucking thought that was so funny. What I thought was funny is... Uh, uh, Beth, the, the older sister, is like talking to her boyfriend on Skype, and he's like, "Oh, this song, I'm having my fucking birthday or Christmas." I'm sorry. He pulls out this like Christmas candy cane colored bong. bong. <laughs> and I was just like, "Bazinga, man!" Note to self: those colored bongs don't hit very well. <laughs> they suck. We here at Deep in Horror, Texas, do not advocate drug use or any kind of extracurricular smoking activities. I'm from the Pacific Northwest. It's normal for me. <laughs> we do not condone any use of water pipes or of such other. <laughs> He vapes. It's okay. <laughs> oh, oh man! So finally, we enter um, Howard, Linda, and his lovely fucking children. Um, man, uh, <laughs> I had a question. Howie, Howie J- Junior, Howie Junior, Howie Junior. I'm trying to remember the the Stevie was one of the daughters. Jordan, Jordan, Jordan. Yeah, and then the baby. I and the baby. The yeah, that baby. was the name of the baby. Uh, I had a question about one of the daughters. And Rosie, uh, the, the fat one. Oh yeah, she looks. Like the kid from Heavyweights. Do you remember this movie? Yeah, back she, she, yeah, she, she does. She, looks, she does. Every time she was on screen, I was like, dude, she looks just like. Like, I wonder if that's his daughter. There's so much resemblance. It, it's Andy every Richter's time daughter. I saw her, I would flash back to Heavyweights where he's riding the race car around. I'm just like that fat bitch. <laughs> they, they spawn. That's a huge bitch. 
Man. Oh, this family is a fucking nightmare. Oh, it's dude. it's oh. the in-laws from hell, pretty much. It's Straight it's, up uh, the trailer park in a Hummer. It's Cousin Eddie and all them. Howie's I mean? a fucking mute. I mean, Howard's son, Junior. Howie Junior. He is a fucking ugly kid. He, is. Is. <laughs> he, that, he had that derp fate. The derp face derp. He had that. He had that mongoloid first Jason look. <laughs> did you get? It? Did you, it was a Max comes up to him and is like, "Hey, did you did you make your Christmas list? Did you, did you ask anything cool for Christmas?" He's just like nothing. Uh, no, no, he's breathing heavy. <sighs> and then Beth says, uh, "Maybe ask for dialysis." <laughs> 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 that was an awesome one-liner, dude. <laughs> I love they 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 like come in the door and uh, the aunt walks up. And she's like, "Are you like you can just see over the main no, well, the wife's she, face?" Just, before she comes mm. in, this, her sister's like, "I'm sorry, yeah, I didn't mean for it to happen. I'm sorry." And then she comes walking in. And I'm like, "Who's the fat bitch? Where's the eggnog?" <laughs> <laughs> she's great in this movie. The oh, aunt man. is fucking hilarious. Yeah, she's good. But That's uh, awesome. the the whole scene that I mean, this should tell you what the family's like. You got the fat mute kid that's just. Panting at you. You've got these two bitchy sisters. You got the wrestlers. So they're like, yeah, like the wrestlers, wrestlers who are like sad because the Green Bay Packers didn't win their game. Yeah, yeah the Steelers. <laughs> the Steelers. That's right. The Steelers didn't win. And then, and then like he's like, oh, we left the little one in the oh, car. No, the, 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 the husband uh, Tom. He goes, uh, aren't you uh, short? One of um, one of your kids. Kids. <laughs> he's just, oh yeah. <laughs> left the baby in okay, the fucking house. Hey, the it's okay we bring a dog in. You don't have any cats, do you? No. Okay. Ro- get in here, Rosie. Huge French bulldog. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> oh, man. So these are the... Uh, oh, man. These Through like this the, whole scene, I am laughing. Because yeah, I have in-laws yeah. like this. I'm just like... I think oh, everybody does. God damn it. <laughs> the bumpkins. <laughs> yeah, really. Um, the Dale Jr. fans. Yeah. So they all sit around. You yeah, know, it gets a dinner like a snap. They're like, yeah. well, well, the, well, the aunt's first response after the eggnog joke was, looks like Martha Stewart threw up in here. Yeah. <laughs> Would you shut the hell up? <laughs> and uh, what's for dinner? And then boom, dinner table. Dinner, dinner, it's dinner time. Yeah, but the, the two sisters of Howard and Linda, they were noticing that Max has the his letter. letter to Santa in his pocket. So they're already talking shit behind Max's back. Like, oh, look at that little kid. He's still bleeding Santa, yada, yada, yada. So they're all calling him Maxi Pad, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is their pun to him, and uh, they're just laying into the kid. I mean, uh, picking at him, and then they—I think the big turnaround was like everybody's tra- uh, trashing on uh, uh, Sarah, the mother's uh, cooking and shit like that. Yeah, which looks delicious. It looked oh, very dude. good. Well, she and then of... he's like, "Mine was dry," <laughs> and she just—what <laughs> well, would you rather have, mac and cheese and hot dogs? <laughs> Yeah, they actually would. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't mind that. Goes, but there's well, nothing wrong with mac and cheese and hot dogs. Goes, Mine's not dry. Well, I wish I, got, I would have gotten yours. <laughs> He's like, can you just fucking say something nice to her, please? She walks off in the other room <laughs> making we'll, creme brulee. We'll wait. We'll wait. We'll, maybe we'll wait to see what she makes for dessert. Or something like, like, <laughs> I'm like, God damn, what a dick. Most people make ham on Christmas. Yeah. Oh, my Could God. Make a decent ham. So they, uh, they jack his letter, this, uh, the two sisters. Uh, and they're reading the letter, and it's just sad. It's, it's a like, sweet letter. He's like yeah. begging Santa, basically, for you know, just save, save my family. Yeah, save, please, save my family, and save my aunt and uncle and their family too. Yeah. Give si- them a handout. And then they just, uh, <laughs> he, I love the the part. He's like reflecting, like I wish my sister had a, we had a closer relationship, all that stuff, yada yada. But then at the end, it's like the sisters lose it. It's like our daddy doesn't wish we were fucking boys. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh shit. <laughs> And then from there, it's like pure fucking family terror. And so it's yeah. like food fighting, fist fighting and everything. In the meantime, mom's in the kitchen making the creme brulee. And she turns. She's, I can't remember what she says about the creme aunt. But the anyone? aunt is sitting 
in the kitchen with her and she's just like stay the hell out of my kitchen <laughs> like kicks her out yeah yep. oh my god it's so funny the aunt of course is the drunk of the group she's oh, in yeah. there fucking making shooters and whatnot fucking jello shots yeah <laughs> <laughs> so great um what kind of played weird in that scene to me was that beth was always holding back max like mm-hmm. she was kind of giving a shit, but like almost like she wanted to see them trash him more. I don't. It was kind of weird the way well, that. Well, I think she was like, trying to keep him, you peacemaker. know, peacemaker, trying to keep him calm down. Don't do anything stupid. You know, like you know, they're, they'll be out here in a few days. Yeah, be cool, play it nice. They're bigger than you are. Yeah, they should have been boys. <laughs> I agree with you on that. One. <laughs> so I think I think she was trying to you know make Max look good uh, in front of their parents versus. Letting the two little inbreds look bad. Yeah, yeah. And I remember when I was a kid, uh, I had similar situations like this when my cousins or relatives would come <laughs> over. I fucking couldn't stand them. And my brother, who me and him would fight throughout the entire fucking year, he would always yep. be on my side. Like, hey, just cut, yeah. do it for mom and dad. Like, just behave. Yeah, just behave, well, be good. Well, that's what I thought was cool. I was like, after Max has his tantrum, he kind of runs off, and the dad even takes him to the side. He's like, you know, they're just gonna be here for. Three more fucking days. <laughs> well, yeah, that was upstairs in his room when he, because he's he's finishing or he's putting the leather together. Yeah, he tells yeah. him to like kind of mill it off, like don't, yeah, you know, like don't lose faith. Adam Scott's really fucking funny. In this oh, movie. he's really funny. He plays yeah. the dad character yeah. really well. Yeah, and uh, Max like puts the letter, you know, puts the letter into the envelope and licks it, and that last fucking moment, he just rips it, it up. up, opens the fucking window, and throws it out the window, and. You see that cool shot of like the the pieces flying up into the mm-hmm. sky, and then boom, that fucking huge evil storm cloud just fucking pours in That's over the awesome. scene. That was yeah. awesome. It sounded great in the theater. It did because the score is like blah 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 blah. <laughs> like, oh, this is it was wicked. very Tim Burton. Like, yeah, it was really cool. cool. Very Tim Burton. Christmassy meets like like Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah, exactly. It was awesome. But from there, I mean, you can just see the weather just like dropping into like. Like, I think they actually say, like, negative 10 or negative 20. Yeah. Like, just fucking yeah. freezing. But before all this shit happens, everybody's kind of, what, gathered in the uh, foyer or the living room area. The power goes out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The phones go out. And what threw me off area. is, like, the DHL guy showing up right before that happens. Yeah. yeah. And he kind of drops off, uh, like, a package. And then there's that weird random... Bag right bag. there. A Santa bag. A Santa bag. And, and there's a... Well, first, there was a oh, snowman yeah, in Max, the front yard. Max notices a snowman. There's the a snowman. The lone snowman? Yeah, in, in the front yard. Great effects for these snowmen. Oh, I mean, dude. We'll they they looked really good. Yeah, I do. Um, so, I mean, everything's fucking... Everything goes so out. So we have our setup. Yeah. With, we, we, Finally, did, like, the... Did they, like, this is the setup that you're waiting. Okay, now it's going it's, to... It's, it's about to happen. It's about to go down. Shit's going to happen. And we kind of get a little glimpse of it. But... uh. What ends up happening is that Beth begs her mom. You know, it's the next morning. Power's still out. Beth kind of begs her mom, hey, can I go check out my boyfriend? I'll be gone for an hour. Yeah, I'm she wants to check on him. Like, how is he handling all this? Yeah, how's he doing? See, I'll, I, can see if I, if I can see if any other houses have power on the way back. You know, I'll let y'all know. If they do, we can kind of go over to their place and kind of chill out. Yeah. Basically looking out for her family as an excuse to go see her boyfriend. Yeah. For an hour. And get unsupervised. <laughs> and uh, as she's going out there, uh, she see, she she's, she's noticing there's no lights, there's no movement, there's no sounds. Windy as shit. Windy. Freezing. You know, there's something wrong. It's almost like a blizzard. Yeah. You, know, you can't see two feet in front of them. And then she hears the jingle bells. Yeah. She hears the bells. She looks at she looks up, sees a house, giant shadow on the house. With horns. With horns. It stands up. 
and it jumps. And then she starts, she freaks out and starts running back. It's a great and scene. And yeah. It, yeah, it's really good because you're building the tents, the suspense and everything. She's yeah. running back. She sees the DHL driver truck. Mm-hmm. She runs to it, starts banging on the window, swipes it down. What do you see? Mr. Freeze has been there. Yeah. <laughs> An ice cube body. The driver has been frozen solid, dead in the, in the, the van. And uh, that was a great effect. Just oh, his yeah. corpse. His, yeah, he's just being frozen in the driver's seat. frozen. Yeah, that was, that was a really good effect. I really did like that. So does she keep running? No, nah. she jumps under. Yeah, she, she rolls underneath it. Because she, that thing's like right on her. Like yeah. She can hear it's the It's jumping from roof to roof chasing her. Yeah. Which is really cool because as, as it lands, you hear that thunk, crunch. Everything. Boom. Yeah. Boom. And, the, and the, the sounds get louder and louder. So that fear is really intensified. And then she crawls under the, the DHL truck. And she sees it jump down. She sees the hooves, and it starts walking around huge the truck. Hooves. Huge hooves. Yeah. And then it, you can hear it, and then it jumps up, and it's gone. So she's looking around. She's looking around, and all of a sudden, she hears this crank. Ding, ding, ding. Looks to her right, sees a little jack in the box, and it's cranking by itself. And this, you, you saw this in the commercial. You, yeah. this, this was in the commercial, and lid pops open. And you see the little head kind of pop out a little bit. But that's kind of where yeah, it cuts really, off. You don't see shit. I mean, it really, you see the top it, of the head and the eyes. And then oh, it cut, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it cuts off. That. And then it cuts. And, and then, then you cuts. hear, like, screaming, and you see, like, the vehicle move a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Which was kind of a letdown because I wanted to... On-scene kill. I mean, I think yeah. they, they, they showed their hand a little too quick, in my opinion, with the actual reveal of it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I'm glad they didn't show the reveal of the Jack so early. But then you kind of got stole from that scene because you're like, really? Did she get taken out that early? Did she get away? Are they gonna look for her? Because what I was really blown away is that Tom and uh, Sarah aren't uber fucking concerned. If your mm. daughter goes missing in a snowstorm, you get uber concerned. I'm sorry, you go. You, you do go, you as, get, as a parent. You give a fuck real fucking fast. You you, you really you know go out there. Yeah. But and, they uh, wait a, while, a long ass time. Yeah, they like, waited several hours. What was weird is that she gets to a certain part of the block, and then it just goes fucking dark. Yeah, like it yeah. just gets like really dark, really fast. And uh, yeah, like their concern isn't really there where I thought it would be. But then eventually, uh, Tom and Howard. I well, think, Max brings it up. He's like, "She's been gone. Beth's been gone for a few hours. Yeah, where's she at?" He brings it up. Yeah, because Sam and uh, and Sarah are like sitting in the chair looking at yeah. the snow, and they're yeah. kind of like trying to like reminisce, <clears> but also like not giving a shit too much. Well, when Sam, oh, I'm sorry, the, the Tom's kind of like, yeah, it's not until the aunt goes, well, it could be a big mistake, like a shotgun wedding, meaning that she's getting knocked up by her boyfriend. That's yeah. kind of like, like Linda's like, oh, come on, aunt. <laughs> and she's like, well, it happened to you. <laughs> Howard, Howard gives that evil but, uh, stink. Eye. As soon as that happens, though, another snowman appears in the front yard. Yeah. Okay. That's what I was going to ask you. Uh, is the snowman incarnations of the per kid, victim? No. Because each so. time someone like, dies, okay, maybe the DHL guy. That was yeah, the first one. That was the first one, and then the the the, 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 the sister dies, and I didn't. Or I mean, she, well, she's gone, but I didn't remember a snowman scene there. But the one that really well, pulled no, it, it was, out was when the other. There was kid one. Gets the first one was there. by the trees at the front yard. The mm-hmm. second one was across the lawn. Okay, so it, you're right. Like they kind of multiplied. But to play to that victim. assumption, that I mean, we'd be saying that the boyfriend should have been a snowman, and then eventually, oh, uh, well, as Tom yes and, and no, it depends. Know. But because I was also confused if that's like where the elves were starting to gather. What I'm also confused is that is it the lone family? 
that was exposed, or we're dealing with the Home Alone block, where like everybody, like she kind of says it, such and such families in Hawaii, such and such families yeah. over here in Florida. It's like it plays to that idea, but you still see the I boyfriend think being right. four blocks it's away. Per victim, yeah. there's a new snowman. Yeah, I think it's per victim. Because well, like, was the, the boyfriend the victim? driver was frozen to death, mm-hmm. but the boyfriend was missing. Yeah, yeah. So maybe the first snowman was the boyfriend. Well, and fuck. Right. By the end of so, the movie, there's like twenty snowmen. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah. So Tom and Howard eventually. Uh, you know, Tom asks Howard, you know, like, hey, can your Hummer, who has a really fun name, I just forget it right now. It has like a woman's name, Lucille, Lucille or, or uh, Elaine or something. Like that. Yeah, something like that. But uh, he says, "Can your Hummer make it through that?" It's like my Hummer could fucking tear through Beirut or something. All I got to do is point it east, and I'll be on Normandy Beach in the morning. <laughs> Stormy Normandy <laughs> Beach. <laughs> um, so yeah, they take his vehicle and they start hauling ass, and they come across the snowplow. Yeah, the snowplow. The abandoned snowplow, and there's like presence in the front seat, and nobody be seen. And the windshield's been busted inward. Inward. Yeah, that inward. was a fucking crazy shit. Because he's like, he should have, he, he must have flown across this fucking area, and. uh yeah, he realizes that it wasn't phone across. It was like caved in. Yeah, yeah like it was in. Keys are still in the ignition. Family pictures are up top still. Presents are still there. Yeah, it was creepy yeah. scene. Very so creepy uh, scene. they walk a couple more blocks, I guess. Or no, they, they go back no. to the Hummer and get the guns out. Yeah. Oh, He's yeah, like, yeah. why do you pack on Christmas? That was a sweet fucking gun safe, dude. He's like, you're a Boy Scout. Always be prepared. Yeah. He's an so eagle No, no, no. Shepard's got to protect his flock. Oh, Shepard. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So he gives him the shotgun, so he's great. like, the handgun, he's like, oh, man, this is heavy. Yeah, death Linda's. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, so they finally get to the boyfriend's house, they go in there, and it's just like, I don't even know why they even play it. Like, we're looking for my daughter. The fucking thing's like, everything's frozen in this yeah. goddamn house. And trashed. Like, yeah. It's and just trashed. beat to shit. And they, they walk up, and there's a impaled fucking gingerbread man with a knife on the refrigerator door. Yep. And I love how the guy's like, People are twisted, and he breaks off a leg. And starts <laughs> it. It's like you don't know how long that's been there. That's gross. So what's get what gets them to get out of the fucking house? They just like quit searching. They start hearing the best screen. They heard they had the best screen, so they go running out. Gotcha. Yeah, and then they they run out, and like the snow is just getting heavier and heavier and thicker and thicker. And then uh, Howard gets attacked. Yeah, Howard he, tri- gets he trips under. or something, and he starts getting bitten or attacked. By uh, like one of the tremors, the ice tremors that are out there. Yeah, that you never really see. So those could be the elves. Those could be something else. Those could be uh, anything really. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so they yeah, like so yeah they uh, they go back outside. Uh, the father rescues Howard to try to you know pull him in. He's yeah. hobbling. They're both hobbling. They uh, make it back to the house. They, and, yeah, uh, they, they, they take the Hummer and they make no. No, no, they don't. They leave the Hummer. They, they leave just, the Hummer. They they walk back, and uh, as they get through the door, I love that they mention like, "Jesus Christ, we're out there five minutes, and we almost got frostbite." We got frostbite. <laughs> Look at my face. Look and all my the, hands. everybody's scared. Everybody's fucking screaming and shit because you know the guy comes in in pain and his legs bleeding and shit. Yeah, they make everybody go to the other room. The Eagle Scouts stitching him back up. Yeah, they start bandaging him, and they're like, "What was that?" And they. Nobody can tell, and I love that the aunt is in charge of the kids, and she goes in the other room and shows them how to mix drinks. The peppermint cocoa. schnapps. <laughs> Let me show you a thing about peppermint schnapps: a little bit of sweet, a little. But I do like how the, I do like how the grandma is like she like she's she's shaking as they're coming back in. She's like shaking and and the whole time scared. she's stoking a fire. Yeah, she's like keep keep the fire burning, keep it burning. Yep. And she's like scared, and she's telling Max, you know, kind of you know, be careful. It's not safe. Uh, it's not this and this and this. 
Yeah, and it's around this time she tells Tom, uh, uh, kind of like, board up this house. And Tom follows her advice and, and boards up the whole house. Yeah, and, they start uh, boarding it up. It's so funny. And then, uh, is this the part where they explain what Krampus, the grandma, tells him the story? No, I think it's after they go back out to the car. And uh, what happens to his Hummer? Oh yeah, and it's then all they, crushed. Then, they, then they kind of yeah, it's all crushed and all fire. Gotcha. I love how this grandma tells the story, and it goes back to like the Santa Claus is coming to town, Rudolph the Red Nose. Oh, Ranger. the animation. Like the, yeah, the '50s, yeah. '60s oh, animation. The animation was beautiful. So fucking because it was almost like post beautiful. fucking German attacked Poland or something. Yes. So awesome. Yes. Like, was like so a great. piece of bread was stolen from her and. How she had to like talk to the her how the, the parents how the whole town lost Christmas spirit. Yeah. yeah. I, I loved it. And I love the, the animation. The animation was the beautiful. Scene. The only thing I didn't like is that at the end there when like Krampus kinda looks in after killing her fucking parents. Winks at her? Yeah, winks at her. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? And these are the the lone bell. Well that that comes back later in the Yeah the, the story. But well the yeah. bell thing I didn't have a problem with. The winking is what I had a problem with. I was I like, like that. Ah, Krampus like Hey <laughs> See you next year. No, it was, it was more like a tell my story type of wink. Like, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Like, I'm leaving you. Keep my myth going. Yeah. yeah see what happens. It was yeah. cool. So then the uh, I, the family like gathers in the living room, starts falling asleep. And I love that Howie's like, you go ahead and take a nap. I'll, I've got to protect the I got flock. first watch. And the very Second. next scene, he's asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's out and the fire starts going out. The fire's out and their iPad dies. Yeah. Yeah, but I love that, that song. Yeah, that's awesome. The iPad dies. It was. It goes from one percent to just off. And then it's you off. start hearing footprints on the roof and the jingle bells. Yeah, I love that this chain with a hook gets yeah. lowered into the fireplace with the gingerbread man attached to it. <laughs> and of course, the fat ass wakes up. Dallas's <laughs> kid <laughs> smells He's like smells in his sleep. Walks. Yeah, he does. <laughs> wakes up from a dead sleep just to go eat. He sees this gingerbread man. He takes a bite and immediately like a just... big chunk of the head too. Yeah, yeah. And the gingerbread man comes alive and is like, ah! <laughs> like "What the hell?" <laughs> and then it wraps him up, and you know the family's all waking up and grabbing the kid because he's getting pulled out it through goes the, right chimney. the chimney. He goes up the chimney. Yeah, and then the, the mom, mom grabs him first. Yeah, yeah well, like, well, the, yeah, the good mom grabs him first. Yeah, and then the, the her sister latch onto her legs. And they'll kind of form like a barrel of monkeys kind of chain to try to drag him back in. Yeah. And uh, but it doesn't work. No, but Sarah's doesn't. getting this pure view of what's happening. Yeah. And the gingerbread man like scurries down, like starts screaming at her. Like, yes, yelling at her. <laughs> <laughs> like what, no. what, is, what is he doing? I I was laughing so hard during this movie. Oh, dude, that was hilarious. Uh, now, no, in fact, the person who provided the voice for the gingerbread men was Seth Green. Oh, that makes fucking oh, sense. Oh, really? Yeah, Seth Green did the voice for all three gingerbread men. Oh, that's fucking awesome. That is fucking great. So, uh, yeah, also, yeah, we stayed through the credits and the credits. I was like, Seth Green? So, really? so they failed to save the boy. You know, she Good lets riddance. go, and the fat ass goes straight out the chimney, and his shoe falls down. Yeah. And uh, God, it was so neat. Like, because the dad's like Howie, and the shoe's just like <laughs> <back> <laughs> to the fucking the head. forehead. They took my boy. They took my boy. I'm going after him. I'm going outside. That's it. So they kind of make this idea to run and get the snowplow that they found earlier. Well, the the father pulls out a map and he's like mapping things out. Like yeah, he's yeah. really like their mall doubles as their uh, like safety, safety shelter. Haven. Yeah, safety yeah. shelter. 
And then if they can't make that, then they'll go to the police station. The yeah. guy's like, well, what if it doesn't work then? And we'll he's like, we will drive, drive until we see yeah, people. Until day fall or whatever. Yeah. God. And uh, so they decide to go to the snowplow. And uh, they leave the rest of the family in the attic, right? I kind of get spacey no. well, on see, this part. Linda, oh, well, a fire starts on the Christmas tree and all the... Presents that was during the struggle. Yeah, that was during the struggle. Okay. The fire starts. She takes some of the remaining presents to the attic to rewrap them for oh, the that's kids right. yeah. to that's kind of right. save her. Because the uh, Max actually opens the door for like the next day or Christmas, whatever. Because you can't yeah. get the idea that they slept till the next day or whatever. Yeah, and then Stevie and Jordan hear Beth's voice up upstairs, there. upstairs, and that's well, look, why. No, well, no, they have to go use the bathroom. Up. Yeah, and the bathroom downstairs is, I guess, flogged because Aunt clogged. fucking <laughs> Aunt, Aunt Flo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she flowed all right. She's awesome. Uh, yeah. So they and went, Dorothy. <laughs> so they went, up, they went upstairs to go use, to go find a bathroom, and that's when they hear Beth's voice coming from the uh, coming yeah. from the attic. Hey guys, yeah, and they're like, guys, come up here, Steve. You know, everybody's been looking for you. You gotta see this. Come up here. And then all of a sudden, uh, like, they hear them they hear, screaming. They hear them scream. They go rushing upstairs. Yeah, they run upstairs to see a large jack well, in the box. Well, no, this is well, a no. long drag. It kind of, like, it kind of dragged for me, this whole fucking scene of them going up there and then Well, they around. split up because uh, the father Howie and the stays mother. Down, Howard stays downstairs. Howard stays downstairs because he hears something in the kitchen. And he yeah. goes running to the kitchen while uh, Max's dad and his mom and the... The other aunt, the sister, the and other sister, they go running up to the attic. And what's cool is when you get to the attic, you kind of see the reveal of the vent being open. Yeah, yeah. The, the vents open. They, they, you kind, of, you kind of see some things moving around. They're like showing the shadows. I love that. How he's he's and like then, supposed to protect the living room, and then he whistles for the dog. He's like, "All right, come here, come here." And the dog yeah. just fucking bugs around, around the, the, yeah, around the couch. Fucking worthless dog. Worthless turd. <laughs> yeah, worthless, worthless turd. turd. <laughs> but uh, upstairs, you know, uh, they notice the three presents that that were wrapped They're are now open. Yeah. And they're uh, they're somewhere like in something tore out of them. Yeah, some busted out of them, and that's whenever the attacks start happening in two different Linda areas of the house. Linda sees the shadow. Yes. And it's like you see like this weird caterpillar, clown face, gaping thing, just literally swallowing one of her daughters, who are like <laughs> full on huge teenagers, and it's just like this gross, fucking awesome scene because like you see like the almost T Rex hands kind of forcing like the feet of this child like down its like. It's so cool, Ma- like weird. It, it oh, felt. I mean, it, it reminded mouth. me of the uh, of the Freddy worm from a uh, yeah from Dream Wars. Yeah, mixed with like the Blade Two uh, yeah. vampires where they're yeah, chin split. split. The, the yeah. whole Del Toro vampires. Yeah, yeah. It, was it was cool. like dolls also. It was like, oh man, that's just wicked. It was crazy. Yeah, it was, that, that was, like that was really creature creepy. effect was beautiful, dude. I will say one thing for this fucking movie: the creature effects are awesome you have the they're fucking creepy as yes. hell and awesome because yes. right like from this part we've only been introduced to the shadow krampus character or what we think is the krampus and uh the cg fucking gingerbread man yeah. so seeing yeah. this live action it looked fucking live action it, looked it was well, you're yeah, just, cool. we're introduced to another one the cherub that's in the attic oh yeah because the sarah is looking around with the flashlight because they're freaking out because they're seeing the jack-o'-lantern they're trying to figure out how to save the daughter and when she turns, she sees the angel yes. from the Christmas thing. tree. Yeah, with yeah. a pitchfork burned on her forehead. Eyes yes. open up; they're all whited so out. Fucking cool, man! That's a scream, dude. And it's got like this weird tongue that comes yeah. out and starts licking her it's, it's ear. It's got the Krampus tongue. Oh, yeah, it's like so fucking rad, dude! And, stuff. and yeah. then my favorite. The fucking teddy bear comes oh, out. Oh, of yeah. I love this fucking thing. Five it's got, Nights at Freddy's. Yeah. No, no, that, that thing's straight out of demonic toys. That Big was, old fucking claws and teeth, and it's just... 
going at this chick. I love that she turns and punches him and it squeaks. <laughs> and then meanwhile, the dad gets like a robot, a robot. from fucking hell. Like freaking the Power Just Ranger robot him. starts stabbing him on the back, shanking him in the back. So everybody's being attacked by something. And then in the kitchen at the same time, you got Howard fighting three <laughs> gingerbread men. Yeah. Who are I love like that scene. Crazy. But what's cool to also note is that this whole time they're fighting the Jack, Jack in the Box that just ate the daughters yeah. trying to get away into the vent. Yeah. So they're trying to react like, we got to save the daughter. But well, we're also, well, as they're but fighting, each individual is trying to fight their fighting own monster. The, as they're fighting it, when the, the sister's getting attacked by the, the grizzly bear, the, the teddy bear. She looks over and she sees her other daughter still alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like just knocked out. And that's what she gets pissed off and adrenaline. She punches the bear, or no, she stabs the bear in the eye with the uh, yeah. with a stake or well, something. Well, the, the icicle. Yeah, the icicle. Yeah. And then she goes and she picks up an axe and she sees the robot. And she like smashes the robot as she's running toward and uh, cuts the cord. That's and cuts hanging. the cord that's hanging for the that's hanging. Yeah, because the, the mom's like hanging, like yeah. like that yeah. tongue thing, like wrapped her up by her. Like yeah, that the like, damn chair or the angel is hanging her, and she's going crazy because she wants to get to that damn Jack in the Box. Yeah. And and she's like, chop it. she's hauling ass to chop that fucking Jack in the Box right when it's trying to like fight its way. He like kind of like looks back like, ooh. <laughs> like, he's, trying to, he's trying to like like fit in there. Like his he's ass, just, open, yeah. like his ass is like stuck. He ain't going to the air vent. <laughs> so good, man. Like this whole scene is awesome. And then you know Howard how downstairs, how he's fucking uh, getting shot at with a nail gun. These things. The this is straight up like. Army of Darkness, like the the Very other so. little yeah, evil yeah. ashes. Like, like it, it reminded me of like the attack the mom has in Gremlins. Yeah, yes. they're sitting and, there just laughing, just shooting a fucking nail gun at him, and he's got this but board. And it's like the cut- cutting board. <laughs> yeah, the cutting board, and it shows like six <laughs> nails come through it, and then it goes back to the attic. And when it cuts back to him, like that fucking entire cutting board's full <laughs> of nails. <laughs> now I, I will say awesome. this: my favorite scene is where. Uh, the gingerbread men are by the gingerbread house that they made, that the mm-hmm. family made. Yeah. When he shoots the house, it explodes. Yeah. <laughs> with flames and fire. <laughs> and they catch on fire. Oh, yeah. That's so <laughs> great. They're all like withering and crazy. So, I was like, how does a gingerbread house catch on fire from buckshot? <laughs> yeah. Well, they got gas That's and pipelines awesome. and stuff going to it now. <laughs> well, you get this exquisite slow-mo shot of the lone... I mean, both two of the three are burnt, broken, and they're they're dead. <laughs> I love that they're burning <laughs> alive on the ground, <laughs> yeah. just flopping around. But the one lone burning one is like pure everything he has left in him, gingerbread hate. Holy <laughs> ass at Howard. Ginger hate. Jumping through the air. <laughs> and fucking Howard's like ran out of bullets. He's about to use it as a fucking baseball bat with no, his he's, eyes he's closed. Covering. He's like covering it. <laughs> and then he covers up and squints. And then you hear. <laughs> and he looks and the dog's like. He's eating. He can eat <laughs> Good girl. <laughs> this was hilarious and fun, dude. That was an awesome scene. That's I think that like the whole movie I was waiting for that. Yeah. The, the dog finally did something useful yeah. for his. Oh, the, the whole attack. I mean, that was like the fun yet scary kind of shit. Because the whole time I'm sitting next to my six-year-old son, and he's just scared because of the level of fear that everything kind of goes yeah. to and the, the gore is that there too, especially the Jack in the Box character. But uh, he's just excited and scared the whole time, and it was just mm-hmm. fucking fun to share that with him. Yeah, and then so they all convene. They save Stevie. They yeah. all convene yeah. back in the living room. Yeah, because the one daughter... And they start hearing the jack-in-the-box screeching around in the air vents. So they send the dog into the air vent. Yeah. And... Uh, you hear them fight. You yeah, hear you the hear dog and the fighting. jack jack-in-the-box fight. And before the finally, you, you, hear, you hear the infamous horror squeal, the dog yelp. And then you start seeing the ceiling start cracking the whole time during the yeah. fight. And then the damn jack-in-the-box falls through the ceiling. Yeah. He comes crashing down. But and right well, as he falls through, these dark elves... No, no, no. Right no, 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 no. The other things start coming out. 
after them. And, like the the cherub comes down, or the angel comes down. Right. The robot comes down. And that's uh, when Aunt Dorothy goes into full action. Yeah, finally oh, yeah, she, she shotguns the fucking teddy bear. Oh, that was awesome. That blast. Yeah, it just blows his brains out, and right? And she shoots like the, the angel and it goes into the, to the wreath. Yeah, that Like, poses perfect. in the wreath. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. And then right when she turns it, now you motherfucker. No, no, she, like, they're like, Aunt, uh, Aunt Dorothy, finish it. Yeah. With pleasure. Takes a swig and she's about to aim. Then the, the elves. elves. Yeah, Then the elves. Yeah, no, because like the... The Jack in the Box kind of makes a funny smile, and he puts his hand to his ear, and then the, the grandma's the one that says, "Oh my god, like the elves," and the elves just fucking, yeah, like they go fucking like a uh, Ridley Scott legend fucking shit again. <laughs> they awesome. smash the fucking living room window, trash it open. Like awesome costume design. Six or eight of them just barrel in. Yeah. I like how they have like the really big faces on little oh, bodies, yeah. like it's fucking creepy. It's, a bunch of little masks, willows there, yeah, like, masks on or something. It's really weird. <laughs> I mean, a bunch of Warwick Davises. So and when this happens, they decide. This is when they, they decide to run. Everybody, they grab the the, the baby. They wrap up uh, Aunt Dorothy and they haul her ass up in a yeah. fucking funny like whoop. She's like, <laughs> they, no. they grab they grab Steve. No, they didn't grab Stevie. No, no, they uh, they grab the baby. They grab Aunt Dorothy. They grab Howie. Because I, I can't remember where the hell he... Howard goes out the front at. door, and then something... I think he sees, like... That's when he sees, like, the whole horde of, of like, snowmen, snowmen. And that's when he gets scared and comes back in. Yeah, because well, he sees the elves dashing in between the snowmen. They're, like, running in between each snowman. Yeah, and then some, that scares him to come back inside. Yeah. yeah. But then how does Howard eat it? Because he doesn't... He doesn't really make it to leaving the house. Yeah, I don't I don't. Does he, he gets taken by the elves, I think. Oh, the elves carry Dorothy, the baby, and Howard off. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they do. Um, so now we're left with just... Uh, that's when the family decides to run and Grandma locks the door behind yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. And kicks Tom, them out. Tom, Sarah, and Scott, uh, mm-hmm. Max, all of them, they're going to make their final run. It's just Linda and one of her daughters yeah. left now. Yeah. And they're going to do the Kessler run in three parsecs. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, they're, well, they're going to try to. Oh, they're going to try to. Yeah. And that's... And as a, like, you know, the grandma is dealing with Krampus... She holds her bell up that she's has that, that she's been saving. Yeah. And he comes in and he finally he comes, he, down, he comes, down, the he comes down the chimney and he finally makes his debut. He finally yeah. you get the full reveal of Krampus. Rob Zombie plays Krampus. Yeah, Are you like, serious? I no, like, I'm oh. just saying it looked like him because he's got this he, big he, old it, beard. It did, yeah. it, did, it did look very Rob Zombie like. Right? But that face mask was amazing. Awesome. I was kind of lit down. I did, I didn't that? like that it it kept the same expression. The mouth never moved. Yeah. No, it never moved. It's like it's like something darker was wearing the mask. Yeah. And I kind of like that, like yeah. that, because he had this huge hunch hoofed creature, and yeah. he had that weird back, and the huge horns coming out of the fucking Santa hat. Well, the chains are all over the back. Yeah, and down dude, and all it was that. great creature design, but the face just being like the old yeah. man with the gray beard. I was kind of like wanting something more, because he even had like the kind of same jaw, like the Jack in the Box. Yeah, yeah. he did. So I was kind of like, God damn it! But then he, uh, as he's it. as he's looking at the at the the grandma, he opens the bag up. But they did a really quick view of that bag, so I was hoping to see. Like hell or something. Something yeah. hell. A void. A cameo or something else in that bag. Yeah. And you see a it, nutcracker demon toy. We well, see. I saw a toy soldier in one corner. Yeah. And then I saw like a like another teddy bear in the other corner. Yeah. And that was all I got to ah! see. I was like, whoa, that was it. Squeak. Uh, <laughs> and she leans forward, and you know, obviously, it, the assumption is that he throws her in the bag. Yeah. That's yeah. the assumption. Yeah, and this is where the story, the whole film, just goes incredibly downhill, very fucking fast, very rushed. It's, it's, yeah, the whole budget rushed. must have been just wasted already. 
it's right after one certain line. I even put in my notes that this movie should have ended with this line. Uh, they find the, the you know they finally get to the snowplow. The sister, uh, well, the they, mom, no, 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 the, no, no, the no, dad, the dad doesn't even make it to no, the snowplow. No, no, no. I'm the saying sister gets the taken sis- under. No, but that's at the snowplow. The yeah. sister gets pulled under. No, the mom gets pulled the under. The dad's first. Though. Oh yeah, he stays behind. Yeah, he stays behind. He's, he's like the, he's in the middle of the road trying to fend for fend, yeah, he, the, fend like, off yeah, the trimmers. The trimmers. I skipped his ass because <laughs> it was just like, <laughs> then, well, like you know, well, he's shooting snow trimmers. Yeah, so. but uh, the, the sister mo- gets taken, the mom gets taken, well, and then the dark elves take one the, of their own. The, the mom gets the snowplow. She puts the son in the uh, the snowplow, and then Linda puts her daughter in there, and, and then, then Linda's taken dang down, and then the mom's like trying to save her sister Linda. And then she, Linda's taken off, and then Sarah kind of looks back and just says, like, I dark, love you. Yeah, but the dark elves come and take uh, no, this, Stevie. No, 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 like, no, they're jumping on the car. Yeah, and I know. They, and, and they knock one off, and he gets taken under. Who? One of the, the elves. dark elves. One of the yeah. dark elves gets taken under. By the tremor thing? Yeah. Oh, I don't fucking... I, yeah. I, I paid attention to who's the main characters. disappearing. The main characters, yeah. yeah. I didn't see no. Well, I didn't it, see that part. To me, that set up, like, the fact that if anything falls in the snow, it immediately gets taken under. Yeah. yeah. So I thought, okay, maybe if they push... Krampus into the snow, he would get taken under himself, but uh, that, well, that that kind of little plot line decimated quickly really quickly. Taken away. It quickly died. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, they're sitting in the snowplow, and then these elves take Stevie, and yes. then Max is the last one, and then Max gets and Krampus out. walks up to him and gives him a bell. Yeah, and I well, love that that he goes. This it's like this is why they left me here so I could tell the story. It should have ended with that, but then it. Well, he doesn't just hand him a bell. It's a, it was wrapped in his note in his yeah, Santa yeah, letter. yeah yeah totally and it, the Santa letter kind of falls like like a shell kind like of falls embers, off yeah. embers off and then it's the bell yeah. the same bell that his grandma had he's yeah. kind of like this all happened because you lost faith they left yeah. me as a reminder I love that yeah. line and then they it should have ended there and then they have to it do the Hollywood bullshit kid there's like a medieval like little well, Krampus see the, festival going on. You see on. like the yaks and shit and the sleigh and the elder all that, over the and sleigh. All that stuff was amazing. Yeah, look at creepy. The yaks were awesome. What was cool is like you see all of them like they're about to leave and they got like all their like the people they've carried, yeah. you know. Yeah, they've. But got then all he their... drops the bell and it opens like this pit into like this hell void. Well, he, he throws it back. He says, you know, take me instead. Yeah. Uh, I changed my mind. Uh, I I would take back my wish, and he throws the bell. And it, that's when it opens up like the pit of hell. Yeah, and then they bring Stevie over and drop her, right drop her, in. Right throw her in. right in there. <laughs> and he walks up and he's pleading with Krampus. And he's like, please, like, just take me face. instead. I'm sorry. And well, Krampus he, does this cool thing where he wipes the tear from his eyes and then just starts laughing. Yeah. And everybody's laughing, tormenting this kid. I, I was hoping that he would have taken that tear and like ate the tear or drank the tear yeah. and then toss him in. But I love that he just. Laughs at it and then throws the kid in. Yeah. Like, wah! And then... <sighs> we, got our, uh, we get our Tales from the Crypt ending. I fucking hate... I've said it before on this podcast. I'll say it again. If the whole thing winds up like Lottie Dottie like this, like nothing happened and everything's cool. I know it. at the very end it reveals that it's different. But when he wakes up and his family's all there and shit, I am fucking hating this moment. Mm-hmm. I'm just like... Yeah. Yeah, they should have left it with this. They left me as a reminder, yeah. kind of yeah. thing. Should that's where it should have ended. That way, you can go with sequels. Uh, he wakes up in his bed. He looks out. It's normal. You know, people are playing normal. outside. People lights are, are on. Yeah, he the fu- snowmen are gone. Runs down. His whole family's there, and then it backs out, and it's a 
inside well, no, well, for, no, as they're passing out gifts. He opens his gift. He opens his gift. Yeah, I didn't give a shit. And it as was soon the as, bell. As soon as he woke up, I started walking down the steps well, for the theater. Well, as like when he opens up the bell, that's when everybody starts remembering everything that's happened yeah. in the movie. Everything starts, they start remembering it. Yeah, they remember the, the nightmare. The nightmare. And then backs up and it's the snow, the snow globe. globe. Snow that's globe in Krampus Workshop. That yeah. That's in the poster that you've been seeing yeah. the entire time. That everything's kind of captured into... I fucking hate endings like this. I really do. Like, it, it was a very Outer Limits, I, it, Tales it was, from the Crypt, Twilight Zone ending. It's like they were afraid to kill off the family. Like, you had to be reassured it's PG-13 that all the family yeah. is okay. Even though you're yeah. stuck in a snow globe, you're going to be together. The only I person that died, that. the only person that died was the DHL driver. He was really yeah, the only poor fuck. That was, yeah. He was the only legitimate death, was the DHL driver. <laughs> and I hate that, man. I, I much rather preferred it, like... I, I don't even need the scene where he drops the Stevie in the pit of hell. Yeah. I just wish at that moment when he gave the kid the bell and the kid goes, they left me as a reminder. I wish that was it. Cut credits. I, I wish for that scene that as he's pleading with Krampus that he, they're throwing every family member into the pit. That way you see Beth go in. Yeah. You see his dad go in. You see all the family members just going one by one as he's pleading with it. That I think that would have been made a little bit more sense. Yeah, I would have just left it alone. I, everybody's dead, everybody's gone, I'm left alone, and I have the story to remind future generations. I like that idea. I don't need... I, I already presume the family's dead. I don't need to see them being dropped in the pits of hell. I, know, I, yeah. I, I would have ended it with, after he throws everybody, all of his family, into the pit, then the grandmother's last to go in, he wipes his tear, eats it, and then everything disappears. And the kid opens his eyes, and everybody's gone, and he's by himself. Yeah. I kind of would have ended that way. You kind of get closure with his family. I like the simpler ending. And <laughs> you kind of know what happens. That's what I would. That's what I would have done. Yeah, I mean, it. Uh, fuck, if this whole movie was pretty cool up until that last. If they would have ended at the snowplow with him holding the bell, and then like the very ending, yes. it would have been him at college. Like, come on, Max, and it's like it's Christmas. It was like like him in college or something like mm-hmm. that. And he's looking at the bell, and kind of like you see him kind of shuffle off and like cheery misery. Yeah, you know, I thought they, that would be a cool play. Yeah, I think they went with a good twist at the end. I mean, it wasn't the greatest because you have to like show that the family's still alive to let any P thirteen year old fucking hate it. Yeah, yeah. But this isn't meant for fucking grown ups. I'm sorry if no. you go into that movie thinking this was for you. It's like the same thing. We have a problem with like the Ninja Turtles reboots. Like I thought it was gonna be a good movie. Yeah, not for a grown ass man. <laughs> <laughs> that was the shittiest shit I ever seen in my life for a grown ass man. Um. Yeah, dude. I agree with you. The ending could have been more solid. It could have been a lot better. It could have been a lot better. I, I, I hate movies that are predicated on the twist. Yeah. You know, I fucking... Well, yeah, this and was... I thought Michael Dodger would have a fun twist for the end of this, and it was fun, just not for what we probably went to the theater hoping for. Well, I think mm. everybody had high expectations because of Trick or Treat. Yeah. That this was his second film, so and he's confirmed that this is in the same universe as Trick or Treat, so... You, you expected a higher level of movie. Yeah. And what we got was a Hot Topic version of A Christmas Story. Yeah. Yeah. I just, uh, I don't know. I, I So endings always are a big thing with me. I, you got to have a good ending so, if you have a strong movie. Well, okay. Okay. With this movie, what were some things you liked about it? Oh, fuck. Definitely the character designs. The creature, the creature designs, designs are fucking great. Yeah. I like that they kept CG to minimal. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the comedy in this movie. The dad, the, yeah, both a, the dads, you know, the dad and the brother-in-law, yeah. whatever, they were fucking funny. It was a solid cast. Yeah, it the, was. It was, it was a solid cast. Wonderful casting, great acting, <clears throat> uh, great creature designs. 
I fucking love the teddy bear. Like I said, when they punch it, it's, I mean, it is the fiercest looking Wolverine looking fucking thing you'd imagine. Have you, yeah. have you seen and the Monty toys? Punch it and it squeaks. Have you seen the Monty toys? Uh-uh. Watch the first one. No, don't watch any of the others. Just watch the first so one. Full moon. It, ha- it has oh, a, okay. has a really good teddy bear creature in there. Yeah. It also has a good uh, teddy bear creature and uh, dolls at the ending. Yeah. yeah. Well, the, no, the beginning. I mean, God help me. I am enjoying the, the hell out of this. And I, Consider this a, a good upgrade from like Ernest Scared Stupid. Like this is my new Ernest Scared <laughs> is, Stupid yeah, for yeah. Christmas. Yeah, dude. I yeah. really enjoy this movie. It's just the ending is disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What about you, Jeff? What like what did you like about this? Uh, Michael Daughtry has proven to be a very solid seasonal director. Hopefully, he breaks out beyond just the trick or treat and the uh, this Krampus thing. But I think he's gearing up for. He has an outline for Trick or Treat too. Yes. So that's cool. I mean, I'm just, I was hoping to see more from him, especially since we waited eight years. Yeah, we did wait eight years for the film. Directing wise, great. Awesome score. Sound effects were great. Uh, Creature design, CG stuff, everything fit well. It was just, uh, I think they needed to work on that screenplay. That was the only downer for me. I think for, again, the creature effects, I've gone on Facebook and said this a few times. I love the creature effects. The look for the teddy bear, the jack in the box creature, uh, the, the the angel that was freaky yeah that was really creepy uh the the soundtrack the music setups because some things play well the animation when the grandma's telling her oh, story so was beautiful yeah i love that i just i think what frustrates me is that it it could have been better it there could have been more and i feel like there were some behind the scenes people that were kind of killing it well, given it the PG thirteen rating, I think yeah, that too. that really I, hindered it. I think for a PG thirteen film, this thing hit a home run. Yeah. I think for any grown ass man that's going to go see, or a grown ass person, anybody that you you're seeing a PG thirteen <laughs> film, if you don't realize that, then yeah. Well, drag the drag me to hell in theaters was PG thirteen, and that movie sucked asshole. I tell you what, the black lady sitting behind dra- me in, dra- in the audience was hell. not PG thirteen. Like she kept cracking me up more than the movie because, like, when the teddy bear came out, she goes, "What the." Fuck? <laughs> I was laughing my ass off at this lady. Like she was, oh my god, that's scurry! Yeah. Like it was like sitting next to the chicken. Scary movie two. <laughs> Don't be like, scared. Or scary movie one. It was just like I oh would love god, to get a that. list together of like all the good PZ thirteen horror films. There's not a lot. The this only is... one that sticks out in my brain is Six Sense. That's the only good PZ thirteen film. Well, what about Gremlins? Did you consider oh, yeah. that one? I, uh, Gremlins was PG. Yeah, that was PG. Was yeah. yeah. But For PG, s- that's a fucked up. But do you yeah. consider a good film? I do. Okay. I, I consider it a good film. Do you? Uh, no, you don't like a lot of things. I don't like a lot of things. Damn hipster. I really don't. It's weird. It's got to be cool. No, no. Sorry. <laughs> liking Gremlins is the hipster thing to do. Not liking Gremlins. No, there's not a lot of guys in my line, okay? It's like, I don't really care for Gremlins. Do, do you too hate much. Gremlins Part 2 or like Gremlins Part 2? I two? love Gremlins Part 2. Hipster. Yeah, I really like Me? No, him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, God damn it. I know, I love Gremlins Part 2. I, th- I thought it was cool, but uh, we'll, we'll save that for maybe but another series. Maybe another. For, for me, I feel that, because this movie had eight producers. Holy eight shit. Eight producers on it. Usually there's like now, three. after this movie, I was wondering why the ending was terrible. Like, mm. what happened? So I went through looking at it. Six of the producers, including Michael Daughtry, uh, have been with him for like a few of his other things from writing and stuff like that, other horror movies that he's been a part of. Mm-hmm. Then you get to these two producers, and I forget their names. One's a, one's an executive producer, and she does nothing but animation. 
Land Before Time. Oh, Christ. Uh, all this. So you can see where the PG-13 came into play. Yeah. Then there's the other one who, who produced alongside with her, and it's all PG-13 or PG movies, uh, all animated movies. So you can see where the people with the money had the bigger say, and this one chick had the bigger say, yeah. and she obviarotted this movie, the ending of it. See, I can see that, because like I, I honestly, in my own brain, I think that it was going to end with the, he left me as a reminder. Yeah. But that, like Jeff said, that's too dour. Everybody's dead. Yeah. Like You can't have PG-13 with everybody dead and two fucks in it. And, you know, yeah. I, I think... You're right. The executive producer was like, "This has got to be PG. You know, we won't make our money back unless it's PG. It's holiday. You know, you know? We, we we have to sell this forcing, hot topic, forcing yeah. people to uh, change their ideas that they had. I hate when producers do that. You know, they make a less of film because it, it, you want it, it hurts money. the film. It hurts the movie. I mean, Spider-Man Three. Avi Rod killed that movie by forcing Raimi to put Venom in, to put. You know, all these other extra people Hobgoblin, in there. Hobgoblin, Sandman, all three in one. It was supposed to be Sandman only yeah. to lead into Sinister Six. And mm-hmm. Avi Arad was like, oh, the fans, they love the Venom. Let's put the Venom in there. Let's get Toe for Grace. It's almost like the Mustafa uh, Akkad and Avi yes. Arad fucking team up. But yes. you, it is not good. See, it is not good. See. <laughs> but with Michael Daughtry's film, I mean, goddamn, who really saw Trick or Treat in theaters? Like no, they didn't I, make a lot of money. They didn't if, unless you went to South by Southwest, you didn't know about exactly. it. Exactly. So with him having this fucking film that comes out in over almost three thousand fucking theaters, yeah, you gotta bend with some. You gotta, you know. Well, he bent. He bent forwards a lot. He dropped that soap. Yep. Well, that's the thing is, I don't think they could make a Christmas R-rated horror movie that would get it, this kind of attraction. Yeah. No. I mean, no. The, well, as no. is right now, I I actually. God help me! I'm giving it this movie a pass, even though I fucking hate the ending. But I, I, I loved it. everything up until the ending. Yeah, right. The last yeah. ten minutes is such I mean that that attic- shit that turns me against movies. But is ten minutes worth sacrificing seventy five good minutes? No, no, exactly. I mean, yeah. I mean it's a lie. Even the, the parts that dragged, the kitchen fight were the best. Yeah, <laughs> even the parts that dragged for me, I still. I'm, I'm, I'm well, okay. Well, even the parts that dragged, you had good dialogue exactly. that just flowed with the movie that made yeah. it and great characters that yeah. were funny. I mean, no matter what, at almost every scene, somebody had something funny yeah. to say, and it got a laugh out of me each time. And so, Aaron spoke to this before we started recording. He said, "Hopefully, there is a director's cut that comes out." And I agree with him. If there's like a missing couple of minutes of uh, additional gore, or even just some stuff that was like off off camera, or yeah. just taking that ending completely out. Yeah, yeah. I'd love to see an alternate ending. I'm, I'm really hoping that. Like that, basically, with the X Men Days of Future Past, that there is a rogue cut coming out soon. Yeah, isn't that fucking weird? A rogue cut <laughs> for this, and I, 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 I will never see that. It's good, <laughs> really. Yeah, it's good. It actually makes sense in a lot yeah. of parts. Uh, I didn't give a shit. I was like, I don't know how you can polish a turd. <laughs> you didn't like it. I didn't We're gonna it. talk Days about that off the podcast, not right well, now. You didn't like it. I don't know. You son of a bitch. You yeah. fucking suck, Sorry. Jeff. <laughs> Hipster. Hipster. Like, like, <laughs> all bromance. I guess I couldn't deal with it. Oh, Xavier my. and fucking Magneto stroking each other Magneta? What is it Magneta? Magneto. Magneto. Whatever. <laughs> I don't go that on. guy Mag- Magento. Uh, we're we're going to stop on that because I... Wow. So, okay, okay, question. Okay, Jesus. question. The final thing in this movie. All right. It comes out release on Blu-ray and DVD. Are you picking it up? 
I probably will. I like I said, this is probably going to be like a, a, a kind of like a Ernest Scared Stupid stipulation. I probably okay. will watch this more than one more Christmas. I'm like, buying this for more my kid than myself. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, totally. No, that's fine. That's fine. I'm actually shocked to hear you both because we've talked earlier and you guys stated nothing but fucking hate and venom for this movie, and I'm. Very delighted to hear you, that you guys liked it. Because, I, I thought I'd be the only because soldier. Because I think I, I'm frustrated with the movie because of how it ended. Yeah, me too. And I think I a lot just, of the, a lot of the parts is that they didn't show enough things that made sense. I just got out of the, the theater two hours ago, and I, you know the the entire time sitting there, as I come to the mic, I I have to be a reviewer. I can't mm-hmm. be a fan of it. Yeah, I have to yeah. go in there with virgin eyes, pretty much. Yeah, and, and enjoy the experience. And I and I'm not gonna fucking. Uh, be one of those people that, oh, I'm just going to go with the flow because it's popular opinion. No, I'll, it fits unpopular tough shit. I'm yeah. going to tell you the way it I'm, is. Well, for me, hey, the whole me, time watching, yeah, you fucking well, X Men well, hater. Well, for me, I'm a I'm, I'm a big fan of Trick or Treat. So right. I so I'm so when you're I was coming watching in, it. Like I was compa- I was comparing it to Trick or Treat the entire time, and I'm like, okay, no. Trick or Treat's the better movie. Yeah, Trick or Treat well, is obviously the better movie. Well, of course. I mean, slutty, but slutty Anna, slutty, slutty Anna Patrick. And, oh, and yeah. I'm not really. I really. Oh, I, yeah. where's, where's that sound effect, buddy? The, it's, 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 it's in my. It's in my head where I'm envisioning her topless from True Blood. I go, and I really I don't, don't enjoy Trick or Treat. I think I've seen it twice my whole entire life. You did. Yeah, I saw it when it came huh? out, and I, I just recently saw it like this Halloween. Just like rewatch it. Wow, it's not one of my favorite anthologies. I think my favorite part of uh, Trick or Treat is like the Halloween, uh, the uh, school bus. Story. Okay. Yeah, I like the school bus. I like that one a lot. Because the whole serial killer father dad, I was like, whatever. And then the werewolf bullshit with Anna Paquin, I was like, God damn, they like fucking phoned that one in. What about <laughs> And then uh, the Jack stuff uh, with the with pumpkin Sam, head kid, Sam. Sam and, uh, yeah, that was fun. That so was are you saying that you like Krampus more than Trick or Treat? I, yep. Equal. Equal. Yeah. I, 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 I was, so, so far, you're not a Michael Doherty fan. Yeah. Oh, I mean, or Daughtry, Doherty, what's his I, name? I'm Michael Daughtry. <laughs> um, I think if I had sat down next to Aaron and had beers and a hamburger at Alamo Draft House and watched this, I would have felt really underwhelmed. But sitting next to my six-year-old son, I it kind of hyped me up. How did he dig it? He loved it. Oh, cool. He was like hiding behind his Star Wars blanket and smiling. (laughs) And it was cool because, you know, it was that borderline stuff because my son watches uh, Ash vs. Evil Dead with me. And a lot of Uh, parents are like, how could you let him do that? And I'm like, fuck, dude. He really digs the shit out of the show. I mean, uh, yeah, it's a little gory, a little excessive. But But it's uh, so fucking stupid. It's fun. (laughs) It's awesome. Well, I'm glad to hear both you dudes kind of getting behind this movie. Uh, no, I like I said, I, I was frustrated because of how it ended in certain things that yeah. weren't included in the movie. And I, I was trying to explain it to my wife because she was like, well, how was it? And I was like, well, I, I like some of it. I didn't like all of it. Yeah. yeah. And the same way with like the Silent Night, Deadly Night remake, I love that movie, but then I hate it because of the ending mm-hmm. that, that, that doesn't need the last 10 minutes. And like I said, it's still fresh in my head. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I just got out of theater two hours ago, but I... I can't sacrifice movies that do so much right and fuck up right at the end. I yeah. can't do it. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to do it. Because he, like, Drag Me to Hell, when Aaron brought that, it's like I went in there with the highest expectations because Sam Raimi was finally returning to hell after that horrible trilogy of uh, Spider-Man. And then uh, he finally goes in there, and, <laughs> what the and I was expecting something horrible great. Horrible trilogy? The only the third one was terrible. And the... Mm. Uh, the CG stuff Hipster. for Drag Me to Hell was a uh, I don't know like CG goat shit and all that stuff with Sam Raimi I was just yeah. really underwhelmed yeah. with it and then the ending being like the whole uh, Drag Me to Hell sequence I was like eh. 
The button. Well, we'll have to talk about that on another series. Yeah, so. yeah we will. Because I fucking Coming love next week on Sam Deep in Horror, Texas. <laughs> Sam Raimi Drick. <laughs> yeah. Next week on Deep in Horror, Texas, Nathan and Aaron. Box. And mysteriously, <laughs> Jeff has gone missing. <laughs> yeah, I'm the only one that didn't drink the Kool-Aid. <laughs> <laughs> and he's missing. God Krampus got him. So, uh, yeah, this was a good conversation. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm really I'm, I'm surprised. Yeah. I thought you guys were going to spit venom and I was going to be like that butthole surfer that just <laughs> hey guys I, I liked it you know Dude. no I, I i the creature effects and the animation those so those two are i i love the movie because of that so gotcha. because y- of that y'all can check it out at your local theater i i recommend it recommend i recommend it. it for your kids too i mean yeah. it's a good one i would say do not please don't pirate this movie or bootleg it because the money that you spend to go see this movie gives companies They'll let Michael make more movies. Yeah, that and he hope wants. We will get a theatrical release for Trick or Treat too. Like maybe he'll get to make the movie that he wants to make with his, more of his input. That will be better. Yeah. So. So don't uh, don't rip it. So from all of us here at Deep in the Horror of Texas, have yourself a safe Merry Christmas and keep it scared. Keep it Krampus. Keep it Krampus. Thank you for listening to Deep in the Horror of Texas. Be sure to like and follow us on Facebook and Twitter. If you like what you hear, please leave a review on the iTunes or Stitcher radio app. And above all, remember to keep it scary.